2: Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross.
1: And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 259, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today said, God speaks to us through the things we love the most. And joining me on today's show is Karina Dawn Reid. Karina is passionate about loving, supporting and empowering women. And she's volunteered in local homeless shelters in Los Angeles for 15 years. Now, as she started to see transformation among the women she served, she began sharing these stories of transformation. And now, Karina mentors peers on how to love strangers who are going through a rough patch. Trumpets of Tears was formed to give women of all ages and stages the tools that they needed to awaken themselves in who Jesus says they are and the result living out their true calling in life now on today's show karina is going to share that god is always talking to us he uses all of his creation to communicate with us are we listening Uh, she's going to talk about developing your relationship with the holy spirit it's vital to fulfilling the calling that god has placed on your life and she's also going to talk about learning to love others in the way father god made them celebrate similarities and differences and when you carry the love of jesus he will change you if they need changing or if we need changing. And all we need to do is love. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you
0: for having me.
1: So tell me, when you started to do volunteer work in the local homeless shelters, was that something that you started doing because it was part of maybe um, something that your church, local church was doing or was that something that you just felt was placed on your heart? Just take us back to, to when you first started this work.
0: Yeah, I actually started because I was a single mom at the time and I felt really blessed to um, have family around, to have a support system, to have a great church group. And I just really wanted to give back because there's always someone who's in a worse situation than you are. Yes. And uh, so that's why I started volunteering. And I I actually didn't expect things um, for women in Los Angeles, homeless shelters, to be actually as bad as they were. It was really surprising. Yes.
1: And so did you go through, uh, and with various organisations, why I ask that is so often we have an idea that we do want to support, um, you know, whether it's a special project or there's something that, you know, is a real gap in society, but we think we don't realise that there are other um, organisations there with boots on the ground already, and we kind of think we need to start things from scratch. So how did you go about finding some of these places so that you could go there to volunteer your time. What was the process that you went through?
0: I actually just did a search online and I wanted to know what was closest to where I lived because I really wanted to serve my community. Yes. And um, surprisingly, three homeless shelters just for women uh, popped up online um and i was very very surprised how close they were to my house and i thought these are the ones i have to start with so the first one that was on the list i just sent um sent an email and followed up with the yeah. phone call and asked them how i could volunteer
1: yeah it's interesting isn't it that you don't realize how close to home till we till we start yeah. searching and we may have driven past buildings and premises for years and not really realized what was going on, on there. Now, often I hear people who, who volunteer their time for various causes, and in your case, of course, working with these uh, local women's shelters, often gives back far more than any support that you gave them. So what were some of the things that you started to notice in your own life as you were giving of your time and your love and your support to these women that you were meeting?
0: I really found that my heart just started softening for strangers, that sometimes our culture says that we should judge on first look and first impression, and there's so much to a person's life beyond what they look like or how Mm -hmm. they first appear. And as I started working with these women and kind of getting past Appearance or where, where even they were living or what they were trying to do with their lives. Just listening to their stories, listening to what they've been through in life, listening to their hardships, mm. and it really was true that you can never judge a book by its cover because until you walk in someone else's shoes, you really have no idea
1: mm. what
0: they have endured in life.
1: Yes. You know, it's interesting that you should say that, And of course, as Christians, I mean, we are, you know, encouraged in the Bible, we're commanded in the Bible not to judge others. But it's interesting that you should say that, and I know in the States you've probably got various shows here in australia one in particular i'm thinking about is where they take ceos and other quite influential people that have quite you know influential positions and so forth and they completely give them a makeover so that they are then walking amongst some of those those people and they say the 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 reaction from others and just what society does say you know passing them on the street was flabbergasting you know for them and and many of them end up in tears because exactly what you said in that they really don't we don't know what someone has been through and when we walk in their shoes and we hear their stories we realize that often it's because one circumstance after another after another has them now in this situation sometimes all they need is an ear is a is a shoulder uh, support to be able to to lift them up and, and Give them, again, some hope and possibility. And as we know, Jesus is, is all of those things. So let's talk about God is always talking to us and he uses all of his creation to communicate with us. For someone might be listening today and or watching today and feel a calling that they too want to, to give back and volunteer some of their time too, but they're not quite sure if this is the right thing for, for them. So share with us your insights around God is always talking to us.
0: So as we know, the Bible tells us that we were made in God's image. and So each one of us reflects God's heart. And as long as we have accepted Jesus we are doing our best to pursue him, he's talking to us. And the desires in our heart are really God's desires. And so many times the things that we love, we love them because God loves them. So God loves to use those things to talk to us. Uh, For example, I had a really good friend who was a dog walker, and she kept telling me, I never hear God, I never hear God, I've been trying to hear God, and been giving her all these little exercises to do, and she just sat with me in tears one day and said, God is not talking to me. Mm And so I asked her, I said, what in this life gives you the most enjoyment? And she said, of course, my dogs." And I said, well, then isn't it natural that God would use your dogs to talk to you? And she thought that was the craziest thing she ever heard. (laughs) And she had a good laugh about it. And then about 48 hours later, she called me and she said, oh, my goodness, you're so right god is using my dogs to talk to me and it, it's just a simple thing about um you know her dog that she was having a bad day how her dogs would know and her dogs would comfort her and mm-hmm. jump up on her lap and really that was you know god just intervening with what she loved the most to help console her yes um she said then she started testing this theory. so She would take them for walks down the street, and she then became so bold to say, okay, God, if you're really using my dogs to talk to me, I'm going to ask you a question, and if my dog wants to turn right on the next street, that means yes, and if he wants to turn no on the next street, that means no. And so she did this, and she kept getting yes and no Mm -hmm. answers and yes and no answers, and I can tell you time after time after time God uses what we love mm-hmm. and for for people who maybe have a hard time identifying something that they think God could talk through them, I say um use street lights. Mm-hmm. We have the green lights and we have the red lights and so ask God out loud a question that can be answered in a yes or no way mm-hmm. and then Tell him, okay, if the light is green, that means yes. And if the light is no, if the light is red, that means no. And God will even use that to get you to be encouraged that you mm-hmm. and that asking and you
1: just want your attention that's all you want yeah absolutely uh you know there there are so many even verses in the bible that what what i'll often do is maybe wake up or have a question or just something that you're mulling around in your mind and then i'll turn to to and, and maybe it's just a page that i might have bookmarked in the past or maybe open the bible and then you read a verse. And it's like that really speaks into what you were talking about. So absolutely, there are many ways that God uses um, around us, situations, circumstances, other people, uh, to to be able to really speak into us. But we have to be listening, I think, too, or open to listening and and often quiet. Uh, We need to, to still ourselves because often he'll talk in a very still voice. And if we're hustling and bustling around, and too busy, we, we will often miss it. So that's a great, great reminder. Let's talk about developing your relationship with the Holy Spirit. As you say, it's vital to fulfilling the calling that God has placed in, in your life. Share some insights around that, because I'm sure that as you continue to uh, go to the, the shelter and mentor women or and support women there, you really felt that the Holy Spirit was working in and through you in the work that you were doing there in the shelter too, yes? Yes. Mm.
0: The Bible instructs us to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus himself said, not only are we to be baptized with water, but we're to be baptized in the Spirit. And so many different churches have so many different interpretations of what that means. But really, for you and I, we need to let our spirit lead instead of our mind. And our culture tells us that we're supposed to think and we're supposed to process through things. But one of the great Bible stories is the woman at the well and how she was actually engaging with Jesus, with her spirit. And Jesus himself said to her, God is a spirit, and you must worship him in spirit and his truth. And so, so many times we... We get caught into doing actions or works, and we just need to um, discover what is it that really moves our hearts, Mm -hmm. and the thing that moves our hearts, the things that make us feel compassionate and empathy for other people or certain causes, that is when our spirit is really engaging in something outside of what our minds can comprehend. And so, when you feel that it's a it's a feeling, it's a something that really drives you to want to take an action. That's how you know it's the Holy Spirit prompting on your life mm-hmm. of something that you can develop and be involved in, and that God is just going to bless that because that is how He loves.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely love that. And I, I think, and I can't recall where, um, and, and I, I probably should Google this, but, you know, the fruits of the spirit as he continues to work in and through us, you know, though, those uh, signs are often what we, how we are interacting with others, you know, patience and love and, and compassion. And uh, I think, as you say, as you continue to allow him to work in your life, those are the things that you can share with others. And, of course, for you, uh, spending time with those women in, in the shelter as well. And now, of course, as I mentioned in the introduction, you're mentoring other women on how to love strangers who are going through a rough patch. I'm sure you've got so many stories of, of situations and feedback that you've received from the women who were in the shelter just to have someone that was there for them, providing whatever support that you requ- they required I'm sure that made a significant difference in their life. yes?
0: Yes, absolutely. Mm. I think the biggest thing that I hear time after time over all these years is, number one, I have been the first to ever hug them. Mm. Uh, a lot of these women have never experienced physical touch before. Mm. And as you know, Jesus um, loved to be... On the ground, he loved to be very close with people. He knew when the woman with the issue of blood touched Mm. the hem of his garment, he was that in tune. Since he was, so that's important for uh, me in ministry is to to have that physical touch with other women to let them know in a physical way that they are loved and sometimes women, even in their 40s, close to 50, they have never received a hug before. Wow. Which might sound um, outlandish to you and I, but it's actually some people's reality. Mm -hmm. And the second thing that I hear is that they just want someone to listen without judging. Mm -hmm. And so usually the first time I meet a new resident into the homeless shelter, I just spend time listening to them. I listen to their stories. I listen to where they've come from. I listen to what their dreams are going forward. I listen to ways that they've survived. And I just honestly listen without responding in any way to them besides the smile and a nod. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times these women, they just want to be heard. And so many other people in their lifetime have offered them advice and, um, you know, many different kind of problem-solving things, mm-hmm. but first they just want to be heard because when you hear these women, it's it's as if you're placing a value on them because yeah. you're not interested. And so mm-hmm. that's one thing that I really love to do and that they over time have told me how much of an impact that makes, but mm-hmm. then how that builds trust quickly because I'm coming there to love them and listen, and I'm not coming with an
1: agenda. Yeah, absolutely, so powerful. And I think as I was listening to you and others are listening to you, we know through our own relationships that we have with others, uh, even our family, if, if someone's trying to talk over us and give us advice, when it's like, I actually just want to be heard, and just let me get this off my <laughs> chest first, and you hear that, if you do that over and over, or if that happens to you over and over, In the end, you do shut down because you think, then, don't you? Well, my voice is not worth even being shared, which I think is um, just very, very sad. So, thank you for that incredible work that you do, and of course now, and we'll share, of course, in a moment, how people can connect and find out more about your mentoring program, particularly if they're in and around your area. Now, let's talk about something that I think this, what you've just shared, speaks beautifully into this: is learning to love others in the way that Father God made them. Because again, this talks right back to what you in initially mentioned, which was so often we have perceptions or judgment about others, and we need to strip that all away uh, and learn to love people for who they are and, of course, who they were created to be. Share a little bit more about this. So one day,
0: I after volunteering for a few years, I just prayed a simple prayer to the Lord, and I just asked Him, Lord, I want to see this world, and specifically, I want to see your daughters in this world the way that you see them. And I want to turn myself off to the outward appearance, and I just want to see their hearts. And so many times, um, things that you know a person is wearing. In their gestures, it's in their posture, it's in the way that they stand. And so just even approaching someone, if you are able to smile first, it can break down that exterior barrier that a stranger may have initially. and and we forget sometimes it's just that simple. it's just smiling yeah. at another person and that opens the door. And after that smile, Comes a hello, and it's easy just for conversation to start to flow and it's pretty amazing mm. how people who really need a friend or really need someone to talk to, they will start opening up after a simple smile and a hello. Yes, and the people who really need um, a friend the most need need to hear Jesus. They are so open, and mm-hmm. they are ready. But often we get so busy in our day where we're focused on our task lists and what we have to do. We often pass people up. Yeah. And Jesus was always very um present in his process in the journey. He never went from just point A to point B. The journey was so important for him and yeah. the people that he ministered to on his journey. And so that's the first thing that I love to tell other people is it really is about the journey. It's true, it's in your path during your your day hours, during yeah. the time when you are out and about or even at work when you're sitting in your office.
1: Mm. There's
0: so much opportunity to to just smile and to acknowledge another
1: person. Yeah, so, so true. I think, you know, for some of us, we often have, and this, of course, is the Christian Entrepreneur podcast, we have big visions and dreams and uh, of areas that we really want to make an impact. Yet the biggest impact we can often make is having the time just to sit with someone who just needs to have their story heard, who needs an opportunity to be able to have just someone, to, to have the patience, um, and and the the love with and the compassion without having to prove themselves or whatever it is and and i think that that is the biggest gift um, that we can give someone and i think we just look at the bible stories with jesus he often went to places and spaces that people you know the pharisees in, in back in the day were horrified that he would even um go there and that's why we call him the servant king because he stooped To uh, uh, you know, to and talk to people who society uh, back then often shunned, and you know, if we've got a saviour and a lord who did that back then, I think it's such a great role model that um, there are people here that need that that support and that love and that compassion that we can show them too. So share with us, Karina, how can we find out more about um, your volunteer program or the Trumpets of Tearsar? I hope I've pronounced that correctly in the Aussie in the Aussie term then, of course. So that, of course, gives women of all stages and ages of their life the tools that they need to awaken themselves. Share a little bit more about how people can connect and find out about that. Well, first, we do
0: have a website. So it's Trumpets. Of kirza.com. And we also have a Facebook page, and we're also on Instagram. And really, we just want to connect with other women, again, really without an agenda. We love to activate other women. We want to see other women become leaders because this world needs more women loving other women. And that's, that's all we're about. Um, we love to you, to point out your strengths to you, to pray with you, anything we can do that uh, not only helps you walk out your calling in life that God has given you, but also through that you develop a closer relationship with God, mm-hmm. and that's really the most
1: important it certainly is and what we'll do Karina is put all of the contact details on our show notes which people will be able to find once the show goes live ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash tce259 one of the things i do for all of my guests and i'd be honored to do that for you too is just to finish the show with a word of prayer may i do that for you today please. That would be a blessing. All right, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Karina today and just to hear her testimony and more about the ministry that she is doing. Father, we just want to uphold um, the, the women that she is mentoring. We want to uphold the program and, of course, the continued support and the volunteering that she does. Father, we just want to pray for your peace and your hope to go through every single women's shelter across the world, but particularly where Karina is working that those women will feel comforted will feel the love and uh, the hope through the other women that are going there and um, and and just speaking with them and showing them that love and support so father we just want to uphold the the ministry that Karina uh, continues to do we ask for your continued blessing we ask this in the name of Jesus amen Thank you so much for coming on the show and and sharing your insights and and uh, more about the work that you're doing. I think that um there is no matter what country that that we are in, uh I think there's probably other shelters around that certainly would uh, love the opportunity for people to go there to volunteer their time and their support and so that we can show the love you know that Jesus has and just being there for, for someone and, and allowing them to, to share their stories for them, or to us, to give them that opportunity. So thank you once again for coming on the show. Thank you so much for
0: having me. And,
1: and I just bless you and
0: bless your show. and uh, The people that you interview and, and highlight, They they are anointed and you have such a gift, such a gift, that... You
1: are walking out your calling, and you're a perfect (laughs) example. Oh, thank you so much, and thanks once again, and continue blessings in the work that you're doing.
2: You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, brought to you by PodcastingWithPurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training.